welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. What time is it? I think it's 4.20. We got like two more hours. Huh. Who we having on tonight? Giancarlo. Who? Giancarlo. Oh, Paint Cartel. Paint Cartel, motherfucker. Nice. Yeah. You better recognize. Oh, yeah, he's he's cool. Bro, why are you being stingy? I don't have Corona. Mm. Well, that's my two. I've puff puffed, and I'm ready to give. What up, y'all? This is the 420 episode. Hey, hopefully you guys are having a great day. I know we're <laughs> right in the middle of the fucking Corona, and it's fucking uh, bullshit. We're in a recession. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on. Life is crazy right now. But hopefully you had a great day, and yeah. you took a little moment. It's interesting... Uh, looking air, over so the industry. Had a good day on this day. Well, no, I I was about to say okay. it, it's a little interesting the difference of detailers that smoke and celebrate and the different detailers that don't. It's a big difference, yeah. It is. Yeah. It's a very big difference. So we uh we wanted to dive into our last of what we thought was going to be the Citra IPAs. That was not a Citra IPA, though. Was not, but we had seen. No, there was no we. I saw this 420 IPA. <laughs> yeah, I didn't choose the beer. <laughs> that was all you, bud. Uh, I did. I, that's why I corrected myself. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, it's stoned. What? <laughs> oh, it's stoned. Yeah, stoned. Oh, IPA. the yeah. Na- oh, right. the name of the beer is Stone. Well, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Paul would like that on your 420. Happy day. I'm back a little hazy over there. What do you mean, dude? Well, I mean, I don't know. I, like, I was sitting there. I was like, "Hey, we ready?" And then, <coughs> what's all this? Oh, that Corona. Huh. Yeah. Corona. <laughs> what are we doing? Well, I mean, I guess we better record an episode. Oh yeah. Uh, what are we? Gonna- I'm hungry, dude. You're hungry? Yeah. Wait, why are you so hungry? I just, I don't know. You know what? I'm thirsty. Yeah. How about, uh, how about some stone, cla- oh, that's some stones. Oh, Paul would be proud. Stone. Yeah, Paul would be it's proud. It's 420, so we're going to drink stone. Yeah. Stone. Good. All right, you ready? 420 IPA. I'm ready. Happy 420. Happy 420, guys. Happy 420. Ooh, I like the sound of that. All right, we have a special guest today, Mr. Patterson. I'm super excited about Thanks this. Thanks for having one. me, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm special. Well, 
you got a special hat on. I do have a special hat on. I do too. You do. It we was sh- freaking badass that our guest sent us these hats. The actual special guest. I'm super excited. All yes. Right. From the paint cartel. The man himself. Mr. Giancarlo. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, man? Thank you for having me. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Just, uh, very excited for this, actually. All right, Mr. Giancarlo. Uh, you said you will not be drinking a adult multi-beverage. Cheers to I community. Will. But uh, what are you going to be sipping on? I will not be having a barley pop. I will be having a Crown Royal Big Apple. The apple with uh, a little bit of ginger ale. So, so I think it's a Florida thing because the last Florida guest we had on also had <laughs> liquor opposed to a malty beverage. Oh, Mr. Mark from Firehouse. Yeah. Yeah. He went. So you went. You went Crown, which I love. Like that's Mr. my drink. Elliot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had. A, he had Grey Goose. That's that's what he rocked last episode. I guess it's, it is a Florida thing. It must be a Florida thing. Oklahoma's like Coors Light, right? Like, give her some beer. <laughs> I do the beer. Um, usually, I like Lagunitas. Um, I like IPAs most of the time, but uh, there's nothing like this Crown. Some little whiskey at the end of the day on ice. So good. just straight Crown and ice, huh? Uh, no, I put a splash of ginger ale. Oh, okay. Just a little splash. Yeah, um, I'm I'm drinking the uh, Crown Royal uh, Regal Apple. So it has like an apple flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Have you had the peach? I have not had the peach. I've been wanting, I tried to see if they had it, but every time I go, it's sold out. So I hear nothing but good things about it. So I've been intrigued. Yeah, I like peach. Uh, mix in peach with uh, sweet tea. Oh. oh, man. Do you ever drink like peach sweet tea? Yes. Oh, Love bro, it. bro. It, you're in trouble. <laughs> Or, or, or you're in for a ride of your life. Like, it's about to be one fun night. <laughs> Something's going to happen, though, Something's right? Something's going to happen, yeah. either way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That. Yeah, I love that combination. Definitely. All right, Mr. Patterson, what do you think? First sips of the beer, what do you taste? Um, an IPA. Yeah. It just tastes like a standard IPA. I don't know. Uh, I would compare it to, like, a... Almost like more of like an F five. Yeah. If I was to compare it to anything at all. Yeah. yeah. I, I I guess uh, <clears throat> I guess I didn't even look and see if it was in the citra part of it. I just saw the uh, I just saw the four twenty and Oh you just saw it. that and grabbed yeah. it. Yeah. Huh? All right. <laughs> that, 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 that was an easy pick. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we got uh, we got some straight IPAs to drink. Uh yeah. What's the percent on these, by the way? Uh, yeah, you're welcome. What do you mean? Uh, well, it's gonna be a, a, an interesting night. Nine. What a uh, nine. Nine. Uh-huh. Oh. <clears throat> I don't remember. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I gotta. <laughs> I gotta get home to the kids and you know get to bed early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that means I have to like, you know. I'm glad I know now. I'm glad I know now. So, yeah. Usually, how many beers are you guys drinking? Oh, pff, yeah, yeah. 
Who keeps track? Yeah, you know, early parts when DJ was under 30, we drank <coughs> more than DJ post 30. Definitely. I mean, like half, like, we, like um, we probably sliced it in half. Yeah, at least, yeah, definitely. No, half's a good amount. Half That's is a, definitely a good, a good amount. amount, yeah. Yeah, because there would usually be some pregame and some definite multiple Oh, there was definitely pregame, definitely postgame, yeah, and so, then a lot during the episode. Yeah. If you go back and listen to the earlier ones, <laughs> aside from the, the, the noise, cra- the volumes, just listen to our tone of, like, it was wild. It was nuts. We were just drinking and hanging we out. We were just having a time. yeah, exactly. It's like this is cool. We get to talk to people and have an excuse to drink. It uh, was really. It's uh, just an excuse to drink and get together. Yeah, then it got, you know, ramped up and here we are. Oh. Gotta right, be so responsible. John Carlos, uh, tell us about your business. Tell us who you are. You know, give us some background story. We'd like to know more about you. Uh, well, what can I start off? Uh been in the industry now, what, five years? Going on five years professionally. Um, it's, it was something that just, you know, spur of the moment, I needed to get something going, you know, um, like many people going through right now, I was laid off, there was no work, there was not much to do, so I started, uh, detailing on, and I used to wash cars and stuff like that in the past, but nothing too, you know, in-depth like now, and I love it, um been detailing down here now it's going to be five years this august um so that's that's interesting because earlier today we did a uh, real talk and one of the questions that was kind of raised is you know is it okay to start as just a car washer guy and be a detailer but Hmm. how few many of those can make it into professional detailing but there is a segment of our industry that comes from guys that were just learning how to car wash yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like I said, it, I think it comes with the um, detailing. It's not, uh, you know, both of them are completely different things. Um, and I know that now since I, I used to just mobile, do mobile washes and stuff like that. And once you start getting into a shop and, you know, you start taking on different work, you know, you start learning. You get out of your comfort zone. You start growing and finding new things and things you can offer. Um and that really just, I, I think that, that that all comes down to the person on how bad they want to do it. Um, I mean, I remember when I first started, it was 25 bucks to wash here, 30 bucks there, and not much, you know, a lot of hard work in this Florida heat all day long, um, and not much money coming in. So, you know, in reality, you know, I, I see a lot of people that complain sometimes saying, oh, there's not enough work, or... How do you, it's, I mean, you got to go out there and get it. You know, it's all really, it all depends on you on, on a per, as a person and what you want to keep like doing. Do you want to stay the same or do you want to grow out of it? And, um, you know, I don't, like, I, I see a lot of people talk about, oh, well, I've only, I, I can't do that because I'm only a car washer. And I'm like, no, it, it all depends on how you look at it and how you perceive yourself. Um, you want to get professional, become a professional. Um, you know, in this industry, there's really nothing that says, here, you, you graduated from the school, you are now a professional. Um, it comes with experience. It comes with time. And, um, you know, so when you, you, you know, you got guys, I've met guys in the industry, maybe they're a year or two in, and they're doing the same amount of work than I am, if not more. And they're learning. And a lot of these guys, you know, they learn on their own. You know, I, I was a person that, 
you know, I was fortunate um, to have a good friend of mine that was in the industry already. Um, he goes by the name John Martinez. And, you know, he brought me in under his wing and introduced me to SEMA. SEMA was actually one of the first, um, in my first year starting it, we started doing SEMA details, like car washes outside. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, for me, it was crazy because I had no idea what SEMA was. Um, Dang. Didn't even know the magnitude yeah, I, of it. Yeah, I did not know the magnitude of it. Mm -hmm. I did not know um, that it was actually, you know, like the pinnacle of cars in the whole auto industry yeah yeah so it was you know it was very it was cool to me um you know i get there you know it was it was rough year you know i'm out here washing for 30 bucks 25 bucks you know a car and then you go from that to a place where you're looking at five hundred thousand dollar cars and there's so many of them everywhere and you know, there's people that you've never even heard of. And I mean, when I started, it was YouTube. He, you know, he directed me and showed me into the way of, you know, using products and certain things and certain companies to get with. Um, wow. But from there. Tell us that. Tell us that. Hold on. So what made you decide to, to, to do that? To get to SEMA? No, no. The YouTube part. Like, well, take us back to like you starting, starting. How did you Well, learn? my starting... My first, the first time I got the idea of it, um, I was basically still with the old company where I was at, and I went to uh, the owner's house, which he was a good friend of mine. What we used to do this? Um, this was fifteen. What fifteen? Yeah, fifteen. Five years yeah, ago. Yeah. Summer, summer of fifteen. Okay. Um, this was like I think it was like July or August, beginning of August, because after I got this idea, I got the idea that day. I was sitting at my buddy's house and, you know, I used to do online marketing. So we used to market different products online um, <laughs> in a way of like not spamming, but we would send out a lot of uh, messages and emails and stuff yeah. of that sort. Yeah. Right. So we would mass you message. You I don't with, check uh, email anymore. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Giancarlo. <laughs> It's all your fault, bro. I know exactly who you are. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because we, we used to have programs. They're all automated. So everything used to take a script, and you would have to fix a script every day or so so that the keywords wouldn't get banned in certain emails and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I used to do a lot of that, and we actually had um, – I used to train people to do it. So I would have – because it was similar to like a pyramid thing. You'd get people in. Mm -hmm. You'd make – commission off of them they you know they would make their sales and and so on and you know everybody made some money so i had a lot of people at one point um that were under my pyramid structure and i would just help them you know getting sales and stuff like that but it got it started changing once um 2015 was a, i believe is the year the iphone the I, I forgot which one came out but can you get the dog for me? <laughs> yeah, this guy's. It's Did the time where everyone's dog? walking their dogs. Yeah, no, not long after here. someone posted it next door. Oh, nice. Yeah, and she was like, she had already crossed the busy street. She crossed 101st. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. But so, so, um, so that debunked all that. And so what made so you yeah, get into I'm, detailing? Yeah, I, so I started into detailing that day. I'm, you know, I'm over there at his house and he has this guy that comes and washes his car. Now my, my buddy, he was, you know, the, this business had done good for him. So he was pretty well off. He had a, 
a Lamborghini on the driveway. He had a S550, um, a Tesla, and another Mercedes truck. So he has to have this guy come out and wash his car. And I'm sitting there watching him, you know, through his video cameras. We're in his computer, you know, his office and whatnot. And I'm watching this guy detail his cars. And shortly after he comes in, he's like, oh, I'm finished with all the cars. We waxed this one. We waxed that one. Um, <clears throat> guy went home with like a $550 check. And I saw it because I'm sitting there next to my buddy and I saw him write it out. So I'm like, bro, this guy was just here for like two hours, made 500 bucks. That's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your first entry into detailing is seeing a mobile car wash guy come out and make 500 bucks in a couple hours worth of work? Pretty much, yeah. Him and another guy. And um, I saw that they were foaming a car. I saw that was pretty neat. Um, That's pretty cool. You know, I went out there. Yeah, I started looking at what they were doing. Car washing. So, yeah, just they were washing the cars, vacuuming them in and whatnot. <laughs> So, you know, I went inside and immediately I went on YouTube. I wanted to see what's, what with that foam thing that he was doing with, uh, you know, spraying foam all over the car. So I started looking into it. And it's funny because the first video, and I, most people, I'm sure that when they started. Um, chemical guys. Yeah, chemical yeah. guys. There you go. <laughs> foam Good, cannons. Uh, nice they call. were the first people. Like, it skyrocketed their business. Skyrocketed. They were the first people to know about foam cameras. They were foaming chicks, too. They were foaming chicks. It was, like, full-on blown. Like, they sold sex. I mean, that's nothing like... It was incredible marketing. Yeah. Yeah, and it was Greg Masterson's, you know, started watching his videos. Yeah, that was was back in... Okay, so that was five years. That was kind of when he was on his way out, right? I think. Yeah. 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 Well, but he claims he was still... Part of that big climb though for a while right oh he he was he was a massive reason for the yeah. big climb of Kimmel guys like yeah. o- online he, he he killed it he crushed it like that's his personality it was perfect I mean, for that brand i mean absolutely perfect it was just like the videos were you know they were, they were well edited yeah oh yeah they were very explanatory and um have you been to their uh, facility out there and uh the one out there in california I have not, no. I Man, not. I, so I went along, like, this is probably nine years ago, maybe 10, nine oh. years ago, but I went to their five-day training course. And, uh, oh, wow. Yeah, that was when Greg was there, too. Um, but, I mean, they have a full, and they're probably well blown up, way bigger than they are now back when, compared to when I was there. But, I mean, they have, like, a full-blown, like, um, uh, team that does all their video. I mean, it was just, it was, it was mind-blowing, the amount of, effort they put into not just the chemical but the marketing they knew they knew marketing that they knew that was exactly how they're gonna grow like i mean mean, there was almost a more there was more of an emphasis on marketing almost than there was like that it was just such a it was a cool i mean being there it was a super cool culture like yeah i mean you can look at the way they market themselves i mean from the logo itself you know, most people talk, you know, they talk crap. Sure. Crap, but no, but you can't talk really crap about their branding people. and their marketing. You cannot talk yeah, crap but, about them there no. at all. If you I don't want to buy their I mean, stuff, the who cares? McGuire's. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the millennial, millennial yeah. McGuire's, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even now, I mean, I know the owners of the uh, detail garage stores yeah. um, here in Fort Lauderdale. They opened about a year and a half ago. And they already have three stores, one down in, in South Miami. Oh, they're always they immediately West. successful. Yeah. I mean, 
Because yeah. of all the branding and marketing they did 10, 10 something years ago. I mean, like, if you like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you good. can't, you can't not like, you can't knock them. Like, they're they're killing it. They're yeah. they're doing good. Like, yeah. whatever. No, I yeah. I don't look, man. I don't knock any company. No, out no, no. There. I'm just saying, like, there is the people that talk shit about the Kimmel guys because we're professional detailers. We're like, oh, that's crap product. Okay, cool. It maybe not be efficient for you to have a volume-based massive company because you know you're to buy in small quantities. But there's plenty of guys though that still post photos and there you can see chemical guys in their trailer. I'm hoping they're buying like the bigger quantities and just keep putting them in the little bottles, right? I, I mean, but either way, they're still buying chemical like yeah. So even professionals are still using so chemical guys. You know, there's some awesome. professionals. Oh, right, there are. There's I, some, I, and I I used to use them all the time back when I first. That's why I, I went to their training course, but. Anyways, it's all right. personal preference. Yeah. No, it's um. I mean, right now, I'll be honest with you guys. I run out of tire shine, or I run out of soap, or something, and I can't get it in the mail. I'm going straight to the store that's ten minutes away from my house. Absolutely. And you know, if I need an extra pad, or God forbids, a backing plate broke on me for my rotary, they have it all. Yep. So, you know, there. I mean, and the one night by my house, they carry Rupes now, which is really cool. Um. And I can go there for pads. I can go get you know get some Rupes pads, some Rupes stuff. So it's you know it's neat. But um, yeah, it's, it all started with those videos of chemical guys. Um, then I went to Ammo with Larry, and I started watching his videos. And he was very in depth um, with a lot of the stuff he went over. He does do a good so job I, of that. Oh, he like, like he geeks he, them. I mean, he, golly, yeah. dude. He does not shy away from his the way he thinks. Like. He just puts himself out there, and he's doc. Yeah. It's like he's yeah. a doctor. Well, in yes. the family, yes. all uh, I think all their families. Oh, what did I hear? They are uh, not doctors. Uh, pharmacists. Hmm. Pharmacists, or they're all engineers, or something like chemist. No, you know, chemist. the thing is, he's very well spoken. And, yeah. um, but but it's because demeanor, of their family. All their family, yeah. even his wife. I, it's either chemist or pharmacist or something like that. And he's the only one that's kind of different, but he comes from, you know, that grade type of mindset. And then it comes out in his videos. Like he, yeah. that's why he is so professional at it. Hmm. No, he's a great guy. I oh, actually, incredible. He's, it's crazy because after I started, you know, my first six, seven months, then I went to SEMA, I got to meet him. <laughs> and it was funny because I, you know, I'm going through. <laughs> I, we went and we did SEMA show. We did three, four days of work before the show, you know, and then the show starts. And I'm like, man, I, I've already been here for so long. This is crazy. Let's see what this is like. And I remember I was at the, um, at the Rupes booth, and um, I was sitting there talking to Jason Rose and a few other guys that I, that I have also. Jason Rose, I used to watch his videos through McGuire's when he was with McGuire's. Yeah, McGuire's, man, he was like man. the the man at McGuire's, dude. So, yeah. old school, new school, here's what's funny. Uh, two pint nights ago, I think the original pint night, SEMO, right? Yeah. Uh, we're sitting there with a couple people, and they're like, hey, Larry walked in. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like. Who's Larry? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Who's Larry? Like, I had never watched a single one of his videos. I... But he was—he's a massive deal in the industry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a completely different too. type. Well, of, like, so here's the thing: you, you never went to industry trade show events yeah. ever, so you weren't networking at all in the actual 
community. Hey! <clears throat> but, so yeah, it was, it's no surprise that you don't know certain people because you weren't engrossed in that. So he started off going to SEMA just as a guy? Oh, I don't know. No, I, pff, I don't know his story. I don't know. Um, like two years ago, I'd already been to four SEMAs. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, then you just, I don't know. No, I just, no. That's, <laughs> the point, that's why I said old school, new school. Gotcha. Like, I just don't, I never got into the YouTube side. Mm. That's where I was going. Like, I, and we still, even as a company, struggle with YouTube. It just, so, okay, it he's, never... he's not on a lot of the... Uh, Facebook or Instagram? Is he? Does he do that at all? I don't follow no, him. No, he, he. I think he didn't really. He's majority YouTube. Yeah, he's, so that's why you. He okay. stayed right on YouTube. Huh. So yeah, I, I, I think YouTube is a. It's just more time consuming. Um, right. And it's a great platform. But yeah. There's not much interaction as you would get. In, no, I met. In I met Facebook him when I first got. It was Kevin Brown and then um, Kevin Brown, Jason Rose, and uh, Larry. They had that those NXT trainings out there in uh in California, those oh, like yeah, two day courses. Yeah, I went to one of those, and that's that's when I got we did some hands on training with the three of those guys, and that was a cool cool dynamic there. I mean, those three guys yeah. in the room, oh, yeah. it's just, it's, it's like you're just like engrossed in the there's so much knowledge there. So I did learn a lot, you know, at those little two day spinoff classes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What time is it? Oh, it's six twenty. Hold on, I gotta step out. I gotta celebrate with California real quick. Six twenty. Oh, you're celebrating with California real quick. Yeah. All right. We'll hold down the fort here, bud. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. That's um, Larry. That's one of those people. So like seeing him, man, was really cool. That actually, um, SEMA was like pinnacle for me. Um turning point also because that's what got me into ceramic coatings so it just changed your whole mindset though right it did it just opened your eyes yeah i mean i remember i was on the plane back home and i was just my brain was ticking like i could do this i can do that i need this product i need that um because it really puts everything into perspective um once you see once you're there and you're dealing with people that have been in the industry for 20 plus years and you know, they, and they're just like you, you know, Bro. they work. Marty. They Whoa. make money. What's up, man? That's that loud, like dude. Yeah, that's very loud. <clears throat> Sorry. So you've gone to SEMA there ever since, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm hopefully, hopefully Lord willing, we're not um, I know, right? missing this year's, but um, yeah, past three, and then the cool thing is that we we started washing outside and within within the following SEMA, we were already in, inside and we weren't just washing at this point. We're doing uh, details we're, 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 you know, paint correction, polishes, um, wax applications, um, scratch, you know, scratch removals, things like that, more in depth. And, um, we got lucky. Um, I'm about to get lucky on a beer too, I'll tell you what. Uh, your, your Oklahoma side come out there, guy? <laughs> Tiger King, man. Oh, we my. We got to celebrate. Yeah. Celebrate that Tiger King. Sorry. Hey, Giancarlo, how many times yes, do you watch that show? Which one? Tiger King. Exactly. Which... <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I watched... Up to episode three. And I <laughs> okay, I see, he's no, but you're just like me. So, did did the wifey make you watch till that episode three? And you're like, f this, because no, that's what happened so to it's me. Funny, because I heard 
every. I, I, I had insomnia one of those nights, maybe like two nights, two weeks ago. Yeah. Two or three weeks ago, I was just like I couldn't sleep, and everyone kept posting about it. I mean, as soon as we went into lockdown in in the beginning of March, everyone was posting. What you think of our boy, our Oklahoma Tiger King? Isn't he awesome? No, tell her how it is, please. Man. It's funny because the homestead is about 45 minutes from where I'm at. And, and I'm sitting here like, oh, shit, that's right down the street. And so me and my wife were like debating on watching this. I really didn't want to. I gave it first five minutes. And then I was like, no, I'm not watching this shit. Bro. This is but you said you watched three, though. <laughs> So then what so, happened? No, I, so I'll get to it. There's more. There's more. So that's you. You turned it off, but then you're like, wait, I got to go back for more? Well, it's, that's yeah, boy, it's that funny Tiger King right there. <laughs> so my wife, you know, I, you know, I got intrigued by the Carol Baskins part. So I really <laughs> Have you seen the TikTok? I can't Have get it out. Have you seen the TikTok? I can't get it out of my Carol head. Carol Baskins. I can't get it out of my head. Giancarlo, so are so you on TikTok? Things. No, I am not. There's I so many creative TikTok. ways that, that stupid that song. The guy does beer pong and he hits every one of them. You oh, seen that one? I haven't. Oh, they're so stupid. <laughs> yeah, my, my daughter's TikToking in front of me right now. Oh, she's gosh. She's doing the world. Tell her to tag us uh, <laughs> at Detail Supply App. And, uh, All right. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Don't do much. Oh, no, never mind. That's a little girl. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. No, no, like, not, 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 <laughs> not his page. <laughs> his daughter's page. Okay, I thought you... No. Okay. <laughs> it's all good, man. So, yeah, man. So, the detail... So, the, this king, whatever guy. Tiger King. <laughs> detail king, I was about to say. Um, no, so it's funny because... My wife... My wife started watching, and I think it's the second episode where they introduced Mario. Mario, the guy Dude, from I, Miami. Man, I, I don't even, like I said. I, I, I haven't seen it. I don't know. You really you haven't, haven't watched them? All right, well, it turns as much out you talk about it? I haven't watched a single show. Oh, what? It's funny because I, I, like know, I, I didn't it. want to, and then out of nowhere, Carol um, I'm looking at the episode. Awesome. I'm watching the You have episode. no idea the fucking no storyline. I've never watched it. You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm done with this conversation. You're like, we can't talk Tire King ever no, again on the podcast. That's how I get to learn about it. Is the, Everyone else's tells take. Me what it is. All know? right, well, let's stop cutting them off and let them fill us. Okay. That's funny. Keep going. So this guy, Mario, gets introduced, um, and he's another guy, and it turns out he's a big drug kingpin down here from the 80s, and a lot of the... Wait, the, wait, wait, the, wait, hold on. This Mario's geez. from where you live? But the show's recorded here in Oklahoma. You have to... There's three different homesteads, right? How fucking random is that, though? Oh, He's from down where this Mario's from, and we're, like, next-door neighbors to the Tiger King ourselves. We're not next-door neighbors. <laughs> it's They're, awesome. like, at least five hours away from us, probably. It's 420. Magic happens. No. For the community. You're not claiming that. 420 community right I'll there. I'll cheers you for the word. Community. Cheers. All right, so Mario's down there. They come on... You know, he's um, this drug kingpin from Miami, and uh, he, a lot of the Scarface scenes, you know, and oh, things tired. like that were actually stories, not stories, well, actual facts that happened in his, in his life. So, 
in a way they took those crime stories to make the movie and put it all together and um so i'm watching it and out of nowhere his wife comes on and it turns out that his wife was actually uh one of my neighbors from Jeez, man. Bro, that's from <laughs> hold on fucking 420 magic right there Jeez, <laughs> it was it was crazy because <laughs> i went to school with her daughter and I had gone to one of her birthday parties one day at her house, and it turns out, I mean, she has a huge house out here in, in uh, Florida, and um, it was, you know, it, it turns out that she was married to this guy, so I'm watching the show, I'm like, holy shit, I know this lady, I know I know her somewhere, and then it clicked into me, and um, so I got intrigued from that point. Well, yeah, I would too. I would totally watch this show at that point. (laughs) How'd you only stop at three? Did they get X'd after that or something? Well, it goes into the third episode, and he starts marrying his. He marries like uh, two dudes or something. I don't know what they do over there in Oklahoma. Well, you know, that's the DJ side of the woods over there. Yeah, because we resemble (laughs) the Tiger King a lot. Yeah, definitely. I lost, I lost interest in there afterwards. <laughs> it was a big game. Good one. Um, and I don't care. You know, and I'm not saying anything else. It was I mean, I don't mind Tiger Strikes, but. Going on. It seemed almost like a cult type thing. So right. I backed away from it. Yeah, it's not, I wouldn't call it an Oklahoma thing. I would, I would say you see that shit anywhere. I just think they just happen to have funny. a Netflix story here in Oklahoma. Well, no, Sorry, somebody. I mean, apparently the story is that this guy just heard about it going on over there. And when I've asked people, you know, we've had, we have customers down there. So I've asked. Do you them, have customers down there? There's people that have gone to that zoo. Like it was a regular zoo, and people went there and they had heard about it. Like, and I'm super fascinated that like some guy randomly took a video out there and started recording them. Like, like, and they started documenting this guy let him take a documentary of it it's like and hearing from these people like yeah we went go we would go out there all the time but like what was that stupid show he he had like a podcast or some or he was making like these videos like dance there's music videos it was so weird man like he's so out there i don't know all right john i I had to stop too i couldn't uh talk to us about what you're drinking there Right now? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm about to refill on my crown apple um, and the splash of ginger ale. Going, going right back to the well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right back. Yes, sir. No, no changes. Yeah, man. No, no changes. So. All right. Well, Mr. Patterson, what do you think about glass number two? This 9% beer? Yeah. That's great. It's getting better. I'm enjoying, <laughs> actually, better. this podcast just keeps getting funnier. It's like, getting better. I don't know. It's just how it works, man. Yeah, that's how it works. I don't know. I, I, do we have uh, what's what's on the other side of California? We can celebrate that in about fifty minutes. Oh my yes, Lord. sir. So you're going every you're going every four twenty. What's in the UK? All right. Then you just get to the end of the day. We're in China. If you started this morning, every four every twenty, you just you just celebrate with everybody else around the world. That's hilarious. <laughs> Best day ever. You have been on walking on clouds all day, huh? Yeah. It's a nice hat you got there. Hey, thanks. All right, we do want to so know. We you do, guys got the hats. We do want to know. That was your cheers. Oh. Yeah. Hold on, one more time. Ready? One, two, three. Boom, ring it. Cheers. Uh, we do want to know about this paint cartel. So, paint cartel was um, 
I've, we've, me and my buddy John Martinez, we had um, an idea from way back, you know, um, different like styles of clothing and stuff. But there's not, you don't really see it in the in the industry. Like, there's no casual wear. You know, there's like, there's a lot of like skater wear, let's for say, and you know, you got people that are in certain industries, and there's you know a type of clothing that comes from it, and um. We saw that detailers, for the most part. That is interesting. So, no, I mean, golly, you're you, like worse than Gary Vee. You gotta ask that question. Shut up. Go ahead. You have to. Yeah. Because he mentioned the only. I'm glad he doesn't lose his train of see. thought very well. No, no, that's a that's a really nice intake. Like <clears throat> he said that that's what he sees in the industry is nothing but skater wear. All right. Well, not necessarily skater wear. Um, but you see a ton of, you know, it's just, there's no, there's no type of, of like, let's say, you know, has a proud detailer, you know, and a paint correction artist, um, I like to say, um, cause I see it as artistry. Um, there's different, you know, things in it and you can, it's, it's working with paint, you know, you're working with paint and, um, you know, a lot of, there's so many talented guys out there that they do great work. And I was like, you know what? It'd be great to have a type of clothing for them to wear when they're going out casually. So it's an idea me and my buddy John Martinez had talked about. And, you know, so one day I'm in Universal Studios with the family. We're going on rides and stuff. And he starts texting me. And he's like, hey, bro, what do you think of this? And he sends me a picture of a logo. So I was like, hey that's pretty neat and then he sends me another design and then he sends me another so i'm like dude this is this i've already had a couple claws at that point <laughs> and i remember i was you know i was like yeah let's do it bro let's do it and he's just like all right this is great man between both of us i think we can get this going i'll come up with some logos you know you go ahead and you start marketing it um and we'll see how we can do. So I was like, yeah, you know, I think that, um, I think this is going to be something that will, people will definitely like it. Then he sends me another one and it's like a picture of me, um, applying ceramic coating and stuff. And he's like, what do you think of this? And I'm like, why are you using me? That's me in the picture. And it's a design that we haven't released yet. We're probably going to release it uh, sooner on in the year. Um, and I'll explain more about that. Um, but this design, it's it's a bunch of letters, I mean, words combined that create an image. So the words in there are words of like um, just a lot of different words of, uh, and they repeat in the in the pattern, but they're encouraging words, you know, of like hard work, um, mindset, things like that, things that a lot of. Yeah, like a lot of things that of uh, words that describe a lot of detailers in the industry, things that they go through, things that you have to um, you have to have in you to be able to grow. Um, the hustle, you know, you have to be um, someone kind of vocal. Um, you know, just just different things and that describe us. And I was like, this is great, dude. I really like it. I'm like, why'd you use me? He goes, bro, you we're gonna use your picture. Um, you got people that follow you. You got people that, 
you know, really look up to you. And at this point, I started training. So I've been training now for about a year and a half. So I was like, you know what, we could we could do that for sure, man. But I feel weird being the person on that picture. And he's like, no, 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 we're going to do this. And then we're going to call it the paint cartel. So I was like, huh, the paint cartel. He's like, yeah, we can start selling these shirts. We can start hosting trainings on paint correction and different levels of paint correction, um, which we feel it's something in the industry. There's so many trainings on just coatings and there's it seems like every coating company has a training um but they tend to for to you know not really go over or they tend to skip the paint correction aspect of it so you know and being something in the industry where paint correction is to me is the top of everything i mean you can detail you can wash you can shampoo you can do things but when it comes to paint correction you really got to know what you're doing and you know, ceramic coatings is something that took over the industry. You know, everyone applies ceramic coatings. Everyone wants to do a ceramic coating. Everyone wants to just, you know, because it makes the most money. But you can't get that stuff done properly if you can't, you know, correct paint. So we were like, you know what? We should do something like this. But let's start, you know, so we started with the, with the, the paint cartel. And... We said, you know, we'll be able to sell this apparel to paint detail, you know, people that paint correctionists, people that are spray paint. Not only that, because we have a buddy of ours that was also an airbrush. He does a lot of airbrush work and he um, he just recently passed away. And um, we wanted to do something to include, incorporate, you know, painters um, of all kinds, not just cars you know there's people that paint you know paintings and uh artists and stuff like that so we were like you know what we can create a brand that they can wear when they go to the movies uh when they're going out to a bar and hang out with their friends um so we came up with that one design we have plenty of designs that are going to come out um we're just going to release them monthly and once like for instance the hats you guys have um that's our base logo but it probably won't be released in that pattern or in that color scheme for another year or so. We'll start doing. Oh, we got that. Things. We got that. Uh, that, that exclusive. That exclusive. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Special, so special edition. We, <laughs> yeah. So like right now we have a new design coming mm-hmm. in next for this for May, um, and we'll we'll be pushing that one. Different shirts. If the designs will start changing, the color schemes will start changing. Hmm. Um, That'll be cool. The color yeah, schemes, we, though, because you can they can uh, customize them to their own their own uh, logos and brands. Like I would love a green one; it'd be dope. Yes, well, I bet you. Green. I know somebody that would think it would be dope. She probably <laughs> might want it to say "dope detailing." Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, she'll love that. She will. She's yeah. another person I got a lot of. Uh, insight from um, yeah, she kind of started and, a brand kind of right yeah she started her brand and i thought it was very dope <laughs> I, hey that's good yeah no, i thought it was really cool the way she incorporated it and just the whole design of itself i thought it was cool so when i saw that and i had seen other stuff um we you know john's like dude this is gonna blow up i said i think so i hope so let's try it out what what are, what are we gonna lose so um we started creating some shirts we started um it, it was funny because it's like everything was meant to be because my neighbor 
next to my shop, he actually owns an embroidery company. So right there, he was able to get us the hats and embroider it for us. And um, it's all in the beginning stages. Um, my wife is a huge part of it. Um, God bless her, man, because like I don't she deals with all the orders. She deals with the messages coming in. Um, and we recently just purchased, you know, all the, the presses and stuff. So we're actually doing this in-house. Um, she came up with the tags, the shirt, the, the, the shirts and all the, the bags and stuff like that, the stickers. So she's helped me with the marketing big time. And um, it's been great, um, you know, with this whole epidemic thing, you know, this whole time of having so much free time and stuff, we were able to come up with more ideas, get going on that and that's actually kept me afloat a bit because we're we're selling um about 10 i was like last week was about 11 hats a week and then shirts and stuff like that so but it oh, all yeah, comes man, together that's freaking awesome. hold on so yeah, that's yeah. great 11 a yeah. week nicely done uh yeah last week was we sold 11 hats we just placed an order for another 50 of them and this week we got an order of four already uh, between Sunday and and tonight, yeah. And tonight oh, there's a couple. So, of I, orders, th- so. I, th- I think it's cool. I think it's a cool concept to definitely have an apparel for the industry. Like it's like it's something that you're proud of your industry. Like, yeah. I mean, I love all everyone that has stuff. I loved it. Like it's yeah. I like Thank you, man. It. I it's appreciate cool. it. Yeah. Um, and that's why. And I figured you guys would love it. Um, you guys do a great 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 job on your marketing um and promoting really um, hey you hear that john yes. i'll tell you i'll that's tell you guys that's really yeah that's that's, that, that, that's a that's a silent guy be- behind the uh behind the scenes guy there that helps us out with that too well i salute you guys Can't take all the credit the way you guys have have put it together um the color scheme the name in itself is very, very. Oh, uh, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. So let's let's wow, let's, let's talk let's talk second. this through a little bit. Oh, what's well, funny is on, it oh, he has to pull up yeah, the Instagram. Oh, we gotta record that one. Hold on, hold wait, on, hold wait, on. Wait, say that again. Oh yeah. The colorblind say it again. Guy, say I'm gonna it one more time. I'm gonna take 15 seconds to say this right now. All right. You ready? You ready? <laughs> <laughs> the color scheme. Okay, yeah, no, no, no. So Marty is colorblind. Hey, the color ah. scheme is what? So Marty's colorblind and came up with the color scheme of the Pints of Policy podcast, which is a very kick-ass color scheme. I, I, gold and black. I, I like think it. So. And what, what the did the guest say? What did the guest say? I, I don't what know. did I say? Oh, it was it was an no. It was a really good marketing. Good job, Marty. Is that I, what you wanted? I think it, I think the color scheme was great. Marty's had ha, I mean, so listen. This is a proud. This is a proud moment in Marty's life. Moment, right? Like he's actually there's a tear. It's it's pretty like, close. He hit colors you, in you someone. You don't t- understand. I showed up to shirts. <laughs> I showed up. To, I, I showed up to shirts. <laughs> go outside again. I, I that were pink. And I didn't know that I was wearing a pink shirt. Oh no wonder you never got laid. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's cool though. No, I really do. I'm telling you guys. I showed up so. one day and like finally somebody said something and they were like, Hey man, why do you keep wearing that purple shirt? I go, No, 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 this is the nineties, man. You you don't get it. 
Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 90s? Yeah. No. Man. The 90s? Yeah. Like Prince, like back in the 90s, like there colors were... There few people... Oh, white people were... couldn't wear colors. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Because yeah. black people, we would wear mm-hmm. all kind of like... Nope. I wasn't... In, yep. I was just born. MC Hammer. Yeah. I get it. You Flamboyant, know, were... bright. We yeah. want to... Yeah. Nope. So white people... Midwest, white guy... Do not wear purple. Wearing a purple shirt. Not okay. okay, I'm glad we clarified yeah, that. Yeah, not okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Keep it up, guys, for real. What you, I mean, from the cuffs. What are you wearing? Past, are you wearing a purple uh, I'll no, tell dude. you guys right now, the MTE was, I think, for you guys, was huge. Um, it was fun. It, it was fun for the community. It was I mean, fun. That like, was community. That was the, the best community. Yeah. That, the community event that. It was inc- I uh, don't know about the event you very much. Let me. But, let me uh, it doesn't mean it, but just, it was it was way beyond expectations. See. Yeah, like, that's that was like a pinnacle moment in in both of my like the IDA and then also yeah. my passion over here. It was like that was a really hard miss. Yeah, that sucked. It was just it, it defined though. It defined the podcast, even to one of the greatest moments that after recording off a cell phone. We still couldn't communicate time stuff wise. Oh my we still god! Messed I know, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. It always that's, is that's what it is. That's the podcast. Like we well, fucking mess when shit stuff up messes all the time. up, that's just because it's the Pints Polishing Podcast. Like yeah. that's exactly why. Yeah. Like, We've learned to just laugh it off now. We used yeah. to get frustrated in the earlier days. So thanks, man, because that was a shit ton of mess ups to have a fun moment. We, yeah, yeah. Because we lose all the fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. They sold out a beer within fifteen minutes, and I was sitting there talking to Sheldon. Gave him a cheers, and I was like, "Hey, man, nice. You know, this is looking great." Uh, and we turned around, and I, I was like, "Hey, man, you gonna get a beer?" And like, they were gone. Mm. And he's yeah. on the phone calling them, like, "Hey, where'd you guys go?" They go, "Oh, <clears throat> we're out of beer." <laughs> fifteen like, minutes in. Oh. So that was a whole that was two kegs, wasn't it? Yeah. So it was wow. very, very well attended and uh there'll be multiple community events coming, you know, for many years. Cheers oh, to that, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I met you guys first time I saw I went to one of your events was at SEMA. Um uh, which one with the, the at the Gordon Beers? Yes, we did over there. You guys had the that was the first one. Uh, you guys had the models there and all that stuff, and you were giving out the beers. Yeah. And um, who had the- that was a cool event. Um, <laughs> DJ had the models. There. No, I did not. <laughs> yeah, did. No, but Marty Sean had Carlo, the. Do you remember? Marty had the models. Like, do you remember a SEMA ago though, where you and I first? I was like, "Hey," and you were like, "Hey," and do you remember that <laughs> moment? What the A moment? Yeah. When you were in a purple hey, shirt hey. at the time? I was not. But, so what are you getting at? But there was a guy that was brought up that I told you about later. Oh, Trey. Named Trey, yeah. Trey. <laughs> so that was a, that that was the Trey. first that was the first uh pint night then. You actually met Trey who's been on the podcast multiple times. He used to work with us. Yeah. Uh, he works Trey's with cool his shit. Brother. Yeah, he works with DJ yes. Sam. Like Trey's a really badass guy. You had met him when, when did you meet Trey? Well, we I had met him, I think, at the MTE the previous year. Yeah, you did. Oh, Trey, man. Oh. Fucking hashtag waiting on Trey. Hashtag waiting on Trey. No, please tell us the backstory of the backstory of the backstory. Because I'm going to tell you a story that will connect some dots for you, too. Keep going, man. Me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, no. I, well, I, met, I mean, I met him 
over there at that one. Um, but it was my brother-in-law that that became, you know, he stuck around because I guess that day you guys were giving out the cups. I don't know if you guys had beer there or not. I don't remember at that MTE. But um, you guys were giving out the cups for us to meet over at the, where was it, that bar that you guys did? I think it was in Orlando. Uh, uh, I remember uh, the brewery. Uh, at in Orlando, what bar we go to Orlando? Uh, no, was, we didn't. It was just there at the uh, hotel bar. That was, well, no, you guys had one at MTE this year. The year before that, the ones you guys had at oh crap, it I was Gordon Beers. That was in place. Vegas. Well, wait, Vegas? No, but at no at, at Orlando, Orlando, we did it at uh, at the hotel bar. Yes, I think it was. But it wasn't it at was the huge. convention. Was it was the of... one that they moved us back and forth. And so yeah, it was huge. It yeah, was outside. So I remember too. that was a really big that was one of the best well attended ones. Like we had rented out and we literally hacked. Like it's super funny. We talked this like <laughs> there's a little bit of like we say that in detailers you can't be a hack. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's parts of business that you hack away at stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. we we hacked into that pub and we had the Orlando Brewery come out yes. and right, so she was there doing stuff. The 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 manager that contacted me later informed me that they will no longer ever do that again. Why is that? They lost what? so much money. Oh, I'm sure. That's what oh. I'm saying. We we literally. We, they, they said, well, we didn't know that all those people would be there. So so, <laughs> like, so we said, look, we're going to have this many people here. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. And we actually had that many people there and more. Well, and because they couldn't serve anybody else in that area except the free beer that was outside. So we allowed all these detailers to drink for free. Okay, now it all. Okay, yeah. Okay. I remember. We it clicked, okay, in. it clicked now. Because hold yeah. on, I'm not going to lie. It took me a while. Yeah, and they didn't, they didn't had, make any money. Yeah. They didn't make any money, except like a little bit off of the kegs we bought from them. Otherwise, they was, were just doing good. There was like 140 or 150 I, guys out there uh, drinking free beer. Like they were. But pissed. I, I remember it being packed inside, like their their yeah, normal crowd. Well, I guess because that was because we wouldn't allow anybody else outside that wasn't a detailer. Like they right. had to be part of the podcast. They had like yeah. So yeah, I mean they were pissed. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was a good time though. I remember that super night. Good. Um, that was a that was a great event. Yeah. Um, I remember I had gone with the uh, Rashid Baker and the Bakers and and oh. Jen uh, Torcott and my brother in law. We had gotten there kind of late, and uh, they didn't had enough beer. They, I think I had gotten like four or five beers from that uh, that night. And when I went to get my, I think my last one. She goes, oh, it's that's it. We're done. Like, <laughs> we're out for the night. And I'm like, oh man, that's it. There's no more. Okay, that's but cool. Yeah, that Jen, was a good event. We've been friends with event. Jen for a while, so that's that's cool. It's a cool oh yeah, connection. she's one of my men. She's one of my mentors. Um, you know, one of the people that when I first got into into the Instagram community, because after a year, hey, community, community, cheers. Um, she was huge on Instagram, and I was just impressed about how, you know, how she detailed and, you know, all those type of cars that she got. So I had reached out to her as well, you know, um, along with 
who's the other person? Um, uh, dealing with Rupes, I had, you know, dealing with all these people and stuff, and then seeing them every year, it was really cool. Yeah, but um, uh, all right. So hey, we wanted to talk. Uh, we we're almost at an hour. We haven't even talked about uh, any topics. So we better at least talk about one topic. Uh, and it's four twenty. Oh yeah. <laughs> What does that uh, so, mean? Hold on. No, it's not. It's 707. Uh, no, I just mean it's like April 20th. Yeah, it's Monday. Yeah, it's, it's Hey, Monday, we usually record on Wednesdays, but you, you asked today to record on Monday. Why yeah, is that? Sean Carlos said he wanted to celebrate. What? Celebrate <laughs> what? I don't know. Sean Carlos, do you celebrate or not? I am a partial celebrator. <laughs> I'm a partial. I, I dabble. celebrated for 20 years strong. Um, I was a big advocate in, uh, specifically in my younger years. Um, uh, recently, bro, you still I look young. Decided, yeah, how old I, are you? Yeah, you still look young. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I'm 30. I'll be 36 on Monday. Nah. Next Monday. Yeah, man, I'm an 84 baby. Bro, you're only like two years older than me, man. You're doing good. Whatever, bro. <laughs> Thanks, man. You look yeah. older than me. I get, I get <laughs> But it's starting to show. No, it's starting to show. I may look young, but I I cannot stand up straight. My back constantly goes out. Oh, right. Um, hmm. Yeah, I have upper, upper bro, back doing Oh, harder, harder, harder. Sciatic harder, nerve. Harder, harder, come on. Oh, my lower back. Give me one. Give me one. Just give me like a squeeze. Oh, oh boy. my God. Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, one of those right oh, there, there it is. Oh, it feels so good. You know, those guys walk up and like rub on your shoulders, like, hey, what's up there, boy? I'm like, please <laughs> like, keep going. Yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. That's that's some good They're grit. Like, there. What's the matter? I'm bothering you? Like, no, I'm just no, trying man, to move just you keep over. on. <laughs> just come a little bit further right over there. Hey, listen, man, you're, you're right on. I, that's That's been a big journey of mine, uh, is trying to. Oh, try to understand where it all happened. <laughs> like you start with just a little like, oh, my neck's sore or, oh, man, you know, the other day I was jogging and all of a sudden my back's a little stiffer or, you know, hey, I'm yeah. moving these things around and now my, like, and then a year, well, yeah, uh, it's now a it's, year it's... and a half, I think, a year and a half. So it was a SEMA of 18, which would have been, uh, if, I don't think you came to that pint night there at the Gordon Beers, but... He didn't come that night. He didn't, but... Well, he might 2018? Have. I don't think you were there, but... <laughs> I definitely you know, I, I don't know that you were there. I was there, at pint night. He didn't come Wait, that night. What are you so talking about? What are you... I don't know. I just... You said something. I was like, wait, what? That's not even what I was talking about. I wouldn't even... I was just saying that if you remember on SEMA of 18... I, you know, this is what will make it even funnier. I was going to say, I've been over. Uh, so I've been over to grab something, right? And you remember, Trey was there. Uh, of course yeah. he was. <laughs> and and I, could, I couldn't bend down. I couldn't stand back up. Like, and, and it's it, been a yeah. year and a half long journey of going, oh, wait. I haven't always stretched. Oh, wait. I haven't always taken care of that little pain that I remember. I just is that had what, so much to do that day. Is that when Gramps came on Snapchat? Uh, Gramps did come on, yeah. Part of that uh, that therapy. 
was uh, was Gramps, definitely. <laughs> it's uh, it's something that happens, man. I mean, you can't control it. It just, I trust me. I, I, I can't. I no, no. I, I think that's the point. I think you can. How you can? Not if you've been, like, not if you've been right, working like, for fifteen years of your life straight manual labor, and all of a sudden you're thirty years old and you're like, fuck. Well, I'm. Yeah. Understand? I'm forty-two. Damn, dude. Damn. And I and I thought I looked young. <laughs> you're not doing so bad yourself, my friend. Uh, thank, thank you, sir. He called you good looking, it. man. That's I good. That. <coughs> oh, yeah, so man. Crash right there. Uh, so I'm just saying, like, okay, you're at 30. Put yourself later in life. Yeah, I'm gonna correct it now. Are you? I'm gonna work on it. Okay, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna stretch. You just said you can't. What? That's what you said a little bit ago. I said no. I said you can't control it. I said okay. I think a lot of that, the problems with my back and neck, come from working for 15 years straight, and all of a sudden it I actually feel it now. In the earlier years, I didn't really feel like it, it just, it was never a thing. And because now, didn't I didn't know or at 15 years would, old, hey, you're a you manual laborer. At this age, yeah, I would, to a I would say detailer, if you're doing manual labor for the rest, you have to start. It's like you're going, it's like you're going into a sports game. It's like going there play, you go. you're about to go play basketball, you football, you, soccer, you rugby. Wake up and stretch. You have to stretch. Yeah. I mean, you got to get ready, get your body ready to go yeah. do the, the labor, whatever it is. If it's a, Sport an athlete or whatever it, it is. Sounds stupid. It right? sounds dumb. Oh, I'm not gonna stretch. I'm, gonna, I'm just cleaning cleaning a car. No, you're not. You're on your feet. And then also, I'm a big proponent of shoes. Like, get expensive yeah. shoes. Get expensive shoes. Like, get well yeah, supported. I agree. Not expensive. Okay, start, get well supported. Which shoes. comes with an expense. Okay. All right. You're I right. Agree. Thank you for helping me with that that last recommendation there. But no, seriously, you're right. Get a well supported shoe that's like a runner shoe because you're always on your freaking shoe on your feet. There's certain yep. runner stores you can go and they'll watch you run and tell you what kind of shoe you need. Yeah, anyway, no, I, I that, agree. That, I, I mean, I, I run through shoes like crazy. Yeah. Um, detailing shoes. Now, I am a shoe fanatic. I was going to um, say, I know you have, yeah. All right. Yeah, I, have yeah, a yeah he is. I, I have a collection of shoes. I also have... Um, You're a shoe guy? Yeah. yeah, I'm a shoe guy, man. I love shoes. So, um, like, could, do you have one of those closets? So, there's a couple <laughs> shoe guys here and I'm always fascinated, like... So you have a closet and you you store your shoes? I have all my shoes in the actual shoe box that it that I purchase it with. Um, I will wear them, clean them, and put them back in. Um, I will say this: the past year I've been kind of slackish on it because um, I really don't wear them anymore. Um, I used to sell shoes. I used to. I have a a forum on Facebook that's like 5,000 members just just for shoes. And I used to sell shoes online. I used to sell shoes. It was something that I started before I got into detailing. And um, I, I love shoes. So I found out that wearing the cheaper shoes in detailing does not cut it. It just nope. You're absolutely fuel. right. Yeah. Like flip flops. Like I mean. Just, oh no, they're the best. No, they're stupid. The you no. know how much cushions in a good flip flop? Dude, there's no support. No nah, man. Around your Do you know how much soap all. and crap gets on your toes whoa, from detailing? Yeah. Whoa. We're talking support and cushion in your body. Not Doesn't matter. We're talking overall yeah, best shoe for your body. Oh, We're no. talking. This podcast is now called Wellness and Detailing. Well, 
I mean, there's a lot of ways to wellness yourself on 420. Go back outside while we talk about shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, but you, it's no, shoes, for real. I, like, yeah. I, I look at the bottom of my shoes Completely and I look agree. at the threads. And flip flops don't wear like that, and oh they are the God. best support that you no. can get as a detailer. And if you do get a little soap on your feet, you you got right there. You know the what? Water hey, Giancarlo, would you assume that you can immediately <sighs> rinse that off? I think the the so perhaps you just don't grind as hard as we do because we can't grind as hard oh. as we do with a flip flop. Like, I mean, maybe me and him just do a little bit more work than you do, and you're just the foam cannon kind of guy. Rinse it off. At, like, oh, at my age, toes got at wet. Your age? <laughs> Oh, no, I'm happy to go there. I, I'm very happy because the cool thing is... Hold on, so you're power Patterson, washing? Mr. Patterson, with the how greasers? long have you known me? Way too long. So are you ready to go there? Damn it. And remember how long I've worn flip-flops? Damn it. That's not the question that you should be asking. The question you should be asking is, Mr. Hill, do you think in the long time that you've been wearing flip-flops... Mr. Hill, do you think in the long time you've been wearing flip-flops that... Do you think that could be That could be any part, be of, any part of the reason why your back's back so pains, fucked up, dude? Like, you're so old, like hold on. Man. Let me, you're talking over me right now. I'm oh, trying to okay, ask okay, you a question okay, here. My bad, my bad. I mean, do you think your back would be better off now if you had on a $120 pair of, like, Nike Pegasus? You know, it's possible, but I went to Walmart and bought a $1.99 fucking sandal because that's all I could afford at that moment. And, and now look uh, at you. And, yeah, I st am still wearing the same shoes that I've had for now two years. Those are some Gary V special edition case. Yeah, but how many years have I had these? I've been still wearing like, no, I, I just never dude, bought Remember when you got them, though, you are like, man, I, this feels so great. Oh, right. I go, yeah, because they're, they're, the they're an expensive pair of shoes. Yeah. Well, they're just great. Well, once a year, you do that. Twice That's a year, you do yeah, that. Right? Also, do you see I how I change never, shoes every day? Like, I change, I like, multiple times. I don't pay attention. You don't? to your shoes. Okay. No. Well, you change shoes throughout the day, so it, it gives if you... you got your... another dude that works around you every once in a while, do you pay attention to his shoes? And yes, he's a shoe yeah. guy. You do? Oh, my, my brother-in-law is... <laughs> nice I think guy. I corrupted him because he no. loves yeah, shoes. Yeah, he does. He's a shoe guy. He's, of course he wants to do shoes. He's another shoe guy. <laughs> That's why I was going to say. Once again, I'm not a shoe guy. So, mm. no. I, I did but pay he's, he's to okay. shoes. You're asking a fair question. He, he's different because he'll have different types of shoes, you know, like than I do. He's into the Vans. He's into his his uh, lower profile shoes and stuff like that. Um, I, I like DJ said, a good running shoe is something that I look for in detailing wise. Um, like I said, man, it's cheers. I um I think it's something with a good cushion, something that's I meant like for you to cushion. walk. No, you don't. And just a little. Cushion. No, you don't. Just you just do cushion. not like just cushion. Right, Giancarlo, just a little. Just I'm a like, little, I got fired from me and his wingman like a long time ago. Yeah, but you're like, you're, yeah, you're like extra cushion. Like you keep talking about, like I need more support. You need some, you need like you need cushion. some, yeah, I, man. I just, I just need a little. You never experienced some good cushion. Oh, I. I mean, I have, right? I mean, remember, like... Not by choice. Well, you know. Because it's just, like, it's all you had. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> okay, so, Mr. Giancarlo, you're talking about some cushion? I definitely use cushion, man. Um, I'd like to use Adidas um, or Nike, uh, mainly Adidas. But you don't have to break your bank for this, man. You can go to Marshalls. You can go to Ross. You can find yourself a good pair of shoes for like 30, 40 bucks. So every month or two, I'm buying another pair of shoes because the bottom of my shoes are worn out. So, I mean, so that's what I normally do. I just run to 
like Ross or something, I buy like a thirty. No, don't run because you're sure flip flops. You can't run in flip flops. So you probably shouldn't run. I've got the doors off and the top off, and and I'm still waiting for the bottom of the 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 chairs to dry out because it just rained a couple days ago. But it's I'm okay if your toes get wet, right? But it's okay if my toes are wet because you know then. Then like you know, you, know, you you wear flip flops like you're like an IGL member. Oh. Of, no, I know so many IGL guys that love and women like uh, the Buffing Queen and yeah. oh Jen no, Buffing Queen and Marty Hill, they're one and the same. They'll well, post stories back and so, forth so and tag each other. Like, that's really interesting. I, I like I like right. I like the way that that went. Good. So now through the community of what they oh, have. Lord. Our community is on the flip-flop detailer. It All right, moved, listen. It moved to the buffing queen who passed it through, and you guys are now experiencing the amount of flip-flop detailers coming out thanks to the buffing queen because me and her started tagging each other in flip-flops. Wow. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And I used to tell her, I'm, yeah. like, I'm cringing. I'm cringing over here because... Oh, absolutely. I, I don't know. I, I feel like... Look, like... Don't get me wrong. There's a couple days I'm in the shop and I go in there in my flip-flops. Slides. But I feel I feel whoa, out of place. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Whoa. Slides. I just, whoa. You I feel, refuse to even wear. You don't even own a pair of flip-flops. Oh yes, I do. Hundred percent. I know you he do? does. Yeah, I just wear. He's got a pair of Jordans or Nikes. No, nah, I don't do Jordans. But I just started wearing slides like about two years ago. Though I switched from the <laughs> flip-flops to slides. So you never wore slides oh, yeah. growing up? And, no, I wasn't. It, yes, slides. I'm, I'm gonna correct myself. But he, 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 was, he wear wasn't wearing flip flops. He was wearing slides. So, so like, okay. Late nineties. I do not wear thong sandals. I know you don't. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't think so either. Early into two thousand, when slides started coming out, and those little, you know, little fingers that are sitting all up on your feet, and it's like, oh, that feels really great. What? You, you never had those? Slides? Yeah. I, I remember the Adidas with the little dots uh-huh. everywhere yeah. at the bottom of your No, I never uh-huh. But those hurt after a while. So the Adidas what I what I grew up knowing were the Adidas with the little like the little little uh-huh. ridges in them. Yeah. That's what you're talking about? Yeah. Well, but they were like small little cylinder cones. It was like your 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 pet hair brush. Like the old the, the old little pet hair brush. But like really th- yeah, smaller like little, ones, of course. Oh, smaller or thicker? You guys know what I'm talking about. Like the Adidas slides that have like the little Rubber little tiny little freaking tassels. Tiny or more like uh, you're tiny, not my tiny. You're tiny. They actually hurt. They were kind of uncomfortable. That's what. Okay, so I never got into slides back then. Okay. No. So your slides now are just just Nike slides, yeah. Flip flops, but they're not flip flops. In the middle, like it's just a it's just a whole it's a whole thing. Yeah. So it's the same thing, just much more comfortable than a flip flop. Way more comfortable. Way. I swear. If oh. you okay, you if you go buy a pair, it you will understand. More. No, 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 no. You will more understand. Thickness. You will understand. But the but the the comfort level on the bottom. You don't know. You can't compare. You have to wear both. It's the same. You can't speak on have, this. Have you worn like a a good high quality? Good, I had it for three years. A good, yep. good flip And I had it for three years, and it was What'd a good one. It was a really high, what's that brand? I don't know. What is it? The one that you would get. <laughs> no, but I did, though. I went, It was like a $50 pair of flip-flops. Okay. So they were, I mean, they, they were. more than that. Can you believe that? No, they don't. You, you would not believe. You white people. Yeah. 
you'll never be amazed at the technology. I will be amazed. Oh. Uh, no, I, I I agree. Um, my good buddy, good friend of He's mine, white. Marcus Parsley. Is Marcus White? Idea, he is a <laughs> flip flop guru, and he was the one telling me the other day because that's all he wears while detailing. Flip flops. Um, he he he'll money. go anywhere. Oh. I mean, he they go to SEMA with flip flops on. Okay, Renee. <laughs> does Renee know this guy? Oh yeah. Yeah, the, most definitely. They all know each other. Never, right. she never, what's, what's she, she never formally induced, introduced Yeah, you? she didn't introduce Mar- me to another flip-flop detailer. Now, Renee. Let's Renee. put it this way. He's he's a VP for IGL, and I because That's of him, IGL man. has created I, their I own it. flip-flops. Sorry, man. <laughs> I get it. Sorry, you dude. up to that level. You weren't at that level. We weren't. Don't we? I'm not. Oh, no, my bad. I slide. I'll move it over I slide, yeah. yeah. I apologize, Renee. I disrespected you. I was not to that level. No. Holy no, these guys love their flip-flops. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Not, not, like you, dude, yeah, not like you do, man. Not like you do, Sorry, man. Renee. Now we understand. No. no I, I, I now know that you are a flip-flop king, so we'll call oh, you the flip-flop wow. king, not yeah, the tiger you're, king. No, 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 no. I like that. Uh, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. No, you're I, a flip-flop king. Flip-flop king. Flip-flop detailer. That's what it is. Let's right. do some slides. So, Giancarlo, Giancarlo. Yes, sir. We, we wanted to know um, when you decided to stop celebrating, what was your decision? Um, it just, it, it wasn't, it wasn't the same anymore. Um, I, this past year has been such a year of growth, you know, um, think, thanks to God. Um, and it was something where, you know, I, I got to a point where I kind of felt almost anxious, very, a lot of anxiety. Um, I don't know what happened, what triggered it, but it was something I did not want to partake in anymore. Um, I felt like I could do without it, but the problem is from the age of 14, you know, I was an experimenting teenager. Um, I, it was something that I found to be part of me. Um, right, so, I would wake up. So can I hop I in? I would celebrate. I wasn't. You're going to no matter what. I mean, well, yeah, you're like, going to hop in. I don't know why you even asked to hop in. That's what makes the fun, the fun part of this story. Right? So at 14, that was the first time you smoked? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the first time I shit. smoked. 37? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. 30s for sure. You Like late 30s and you were 14. Okay. Congratulations, man. I mean, no, I remember. No, 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 it. that's it was... not exact. No, that's no, it has nothing to do with it. I just literally, DJ wanted to know why I was hopping in. That's why I was hopping in. I just wanted to make that little. That's interesting. You and I, are, we come from completely different. The backgrounds, backgrounds. are way different. Yeah. And it'll be, right. I mean, it'll be interesting. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Don't let. I mean, I, I grew up in you know in a sub- suburbs uh, neighborhood. Um, I was one of the first of kids where? in my neighborhood. Uh, this was back in ninety. Okay, so be- before this call, you told me something I didn't know. You're you're from New York, right? Correct. All Correct, right, yeah. and you and you moved here when you were fifteen. You said right? I moved here when I was fifteen, back in ninety seven. Okay, so you were in Florida then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New yeah. York. At fourteen? No, no, no. Actually, um, my first encounter with it was was in in New York before I moved to Florida. Okay, my math is off right now. Um, cool. But. 
it was something very no, i don't dad. even yeah i can't uh, why is that marshall i can't say it counted i can't say that it was something that i can count um oh, my first encounter minutes. was here where i really felt it um it was something that i i felt kind of like bummed out because i did it but i i, I liked it it was something awesome and it became a part of my day on a daily um from waking up to before lunch to i mean i could say a good part of my high school years um actually all of high school i partaked in the in the you know in the ritual <laughs> i would say um i i enjoyed it it was something that i would it would help me go to sleep it would help me you know, focus in a way um i was a very hyper kid um i think it it helped me calm down a lot um but it it, it kind of grew i grew out of it i just it got to a point where I was like, all right, no, I'm, I think I'm going to try something different. So and, do you and, think uh, it was a way of like coping with like your immediate situations in your life at the, at the time or like to take your mind from where you're at to reality to just being able to deal with reality or was it just like a rich, like you just, that's just what you did. No matter, like, it didn't matter. I, I felt, one second, my dog's going crazy. Hey you man, relax. I'm glad I see um, a dog. <laughs> Who'd you think it was? <laughs> well, it's not my cat. Right. <laughs> well, if it was, I'm fucking Tiger King. I don't care. Oh my gosh! How'd you swing Tiger, that you back? You got cats that big? How oh, did you do that? No. Nice. <laughs> I mean, it was something um, you look forward to at the end of the day. You know, um, that's usually what it would be. It would be every Friday. Uh, I would go, get prepared, go with my buddies. And we'd hang out and play so video once games. Once a week? I thought you said you did it like. <laughs> it started as, <laughs> excuse me. Um, choked right there for a second. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> what? What's what, what you choke the, on? The, the crown roast. Uh, is, 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 it's a, it's a happy drink. Went down the wrong pipe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> me too. I'm gonna go. No, it was yeah, it was a once a week type thing. Um. And then from that, it moves to, you know, maybe twice a week. And then, you know, and I'm bored. And then the next thing you know, hey, waking up and doing it's not so bad. This is actually pretty cool. Oh, my gosh, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I was a big partaker in the wake and bake. Um, And from there, it just turned into, all right, wake, bake, and go home. Let's leave school. Let's do stuff like that. And it was just... I found myself, in a way, I felt like it, it, it kind of, like, kept me at home a lot um, or at a buddy's house, but never really put me into any type of um, danger in a way. Um, like, I never felt like I was heading down the wrong path, um, but it was something that it became part of me. Um, most people that knew, knew me back then, that know me now, uh, when they find out, they're like, wait. Are you kidding me, bro? You're you're done. I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, I don't. That's, that's it. I don't do it anymore. Um, precisely today, you know, my workers, um, my brother-in-law, and a and a good buddy, uh, old-time friend of mine that works with me. Um, you know, they they all celebrated, and I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And they're like, really? And they're like, yeah, yeah. 
and they're like, damn, man, it's so weird because we, you know, you get together with your friends and your buddies on this day and you'd go hang out and you'd roll the biggest thing you can and, you know, and then a few years ago, maybe about six years ago, I started with the dabs and and got more into that and next thing you know, I was just like, it's a lot, I mean, it could be consuming. You can waste a lot of money on it. Um, yeah, so I'm interested though, like, so... I, and what you just said, so you starting at 30, so you didn't have all that. You didn't have the, with your with your homeboys, like you're sitting around like a bong or a gravity bong or whatever. Like you didn't, you didn't have that community. Hey. No, seriously though, of like that weed smoking no, community. I, I I was the guy in high school that passed it. Yeah, you were the one like, oh my God, they're, they're doing that. No. Oh, you were in the room. You just wouldn't hit it. Yep. Oh, cool. I'd sit out while everybody was smoking and just pass it. Dang. That's I'm not cool. judgmental. I know. Oh, so you weren't it's... the judgmental, like, okay, okay, you I'm weren't never, like that. I mean, I'm still okay, you're the same right. guy. You know what? You're right. You're... I'm not ever judgmental. I could not see you being on either. You're right. Yeah. You're right. 100%. 100. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... that's cool. But, but, yeah, man, it's I guess it's something, you know, for 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 each to each their own. And, yeah. And I and I'm, I love the way the it's going right now. I mean, it's being accepted. It's something in the nation that. Because um, I do believe in its in its medicinal Medical, purposes for sure. I, I do believe that it does help with everything. I don't knock it. I don't. I'm not gonna be a hypocrite and sit here and say no, don't do that and don't do this. But it's something that um, I believe it's it it comes with a time. And when you're ready for it, or if it's something that you, I know people that have done it and they can't they can't do it they can't handle it so they don't and that's cool that's cool too you know it's not you know i think i think it can be used for different ways like you can either i mean some people might use it just to escape reality some people might use it to, to escape the pain or the pain or like physical pain like you know they have certain strains yeah. that help with pain um i mean there's all different ways to use it it's just about i mean how you want to do it if you want to do it it's i mean it's there and it's cool that it's available now for people to actually use yeah. Uh, in a positive way that's not because for so long it was just like oh stoner skater kids like smoke weed and they're like you know like blah they're just dumb like no like i know a lot of guys i went to the high school with that were you know they I mean, were always high and these guys are like I, millionaires you know what i'm saying like they're just it, like it yes, just it could be yes. used for however you want to leverage it by all means go right ahead now I'm, I'm, has... I'm, I'm, I'm and i'm glad sorry <clears throat> that yeah, I, I with, agree. With um, like, there's so there's alcohol is available, you know, for the mass to consume whatever they want, right? My thing is, why not marijuana as well? Because alcohol does much more damage, I feel, than marijuana any day. I agree. Um, it's and it and that's the thing because the biggest issue in it is that it becomes alcohol becomes dependent. Uh, you become physically dependent but I on think, it. But um, I do think, though, that some people can become it, – it, certain per people can become dependent on marijuana as well. If Completely, it, absolutely. It, right. um, but as much um, – if you were if we're going percentage by percentage, I would, I would be comfortable betting all my apples on alcohol being more destructive than marijuana for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, most definitely. Right, and, and I've done both, just that, for the record. That like, goes I mean, there um, – I definitely do think, though, that it's something that can alter you. Yes, um, definitely. Definitely my alter. Big time. It's, I mean, from experience, uh, 
you become very dependent. I mean, I'm not going to lie. The first month was, ter- uh, I mean, it was just horrible. Um, you have a lot of withdrawals. Um, you become very antsy. You become, mm-hmm. you start, it, it, because it becomes a, a lifestyle. And it's it's something that it's a, you know, you, once you, you're daily and you're in a day, maybe four or five times partaking, you you become very, it becomes part of you right to where you can't eat without doing that before that you can't wake up without doing that before that god forbid you can't find anything at the end of the day you because you just feel uncomfortable and it was very hard at first you know and i've had a few people tell me like oh they laughed at me when i mentioned anything about um about actually having withdrawals and stuff like no it it's very 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 possible it's something that i do not wish upon anybody um because the feelings were really really the feeling the you know you go 24 hours a day you sleep eight hours the other hours you were pretty much under the influence and then you go from not and then all of a sudden you're sitting here like well, it's almost like it's almost like a different reality at that point because you know when you're when you're high and you know, on THC whatever like it's like you see the world in a, in a different light your mind is altered I mean let's just call it how it is um, but when yeah. it's not when you're clear and it's like you, all you like you're running on all your cylinders like nothing else is influencing your like ca- cough caffeine whatever whatever but uh, like well, that's, it's, 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 does it for you. yes it does I mean. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But now you take that piece out that's been there for so long. Like, yes, you're going to see life in a different perspective. Yes, you're going to have different withdrawals and feeling because you're not feeling and seeing how you usually do. It's, it's no, different. I, yeah. So that, from the church a- guy growing up in a world of you literally couldn't do I being a Southern Baptist in Tulsa, Oklahoma meant you you were three times a week at least, and this was in the 80s. So Tulsa, Southern Baptist, we went to First Baptist Broken Arrow. I mean, they they taught heavy. You didn't do anything to make anybody else cause any ways of not coming to Christ, right? There was a lot of, you know, these kids not coming or, you know, and this. And I remember times that my dad even said, like, you couldn't even do something that somebody else might stumble. Okay. Or, so or, hold or on. Else. Yeah. You're also then causing somebody not to come to Christ. So do you feel like that ca- caused a lot of people to be fake? I mean, like you, at that point you have to be fake in order to live by that belief. Right. I, 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 Everyone falls short. So later in life, uh-huh. I have come to realize that. Yeah. That the teaching was too hard. Yeah. You can't live by that. You can't live by that. And if you do, that. you have to be fake in order and, to live by it. And so it became a point where you mentioned caffeine earlier. I questioned back to my dad, who drank two pots, three pots of coffee a day. Dad. What is caffeine to you? Like, we determine based off of what we just seem to be taught through generations or, and you know what? 
my kids are going to think of marijuana as different than yes. my dad did. Yeah, one My grandkids Absolutely. are going to think much different, right? But my dad couldn't even drink a beer, but he could drink three pots of coffee and lived off of the caffeine. Hmm. Absolutely. Um, I remember my mom. What drug I mean, is permissible? You know, I think, well, and, 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 and I can, I, there's a high percent of people that have something, some substance that they have to intake in order to be content or level-headed. It could be... It's in our genes. It could be be soda, pop, whatever you want to call it. Well, or or is it in our... where we live? I don't know. But everyone has some kind of substance they have to have, like coffee, Starbucks. Like You have to have something in order to decompress or get ready. One of the two. To get ready for the day or decompress, you have to have something... Whatever it is, like even if it's like TV, yeah, meditation. There's people I mean, that working say, out. I've got to watch this. You show have to have something that either gets you ready for the activity or brings you down from the chaos, right? Absolutely. I um, I'm gonna interrupt you guys. Please, because I mean, we've been interrupting this, the whole time. This, this was something that I was talking to uh, my wife about the other day. I'm like, it's just, it's something that in you, it's in humans. Um. I mean, and like you said, it could be sugar. Sugar Anything. is highly addictive. Anything. We don't realize it. The amount of high fructose corn syrup. I don't ever eat that consuming. crap anymore. Nope, I don't do it anymore. That's one thing I do not do. Like you can, it's the one I mean, thing I know it, I can cut out. But it could be even natural sugar. Yeah. And one thing that I that I looked into. I mean, we release dopamine when when you drink, when you when you have sexual intercourse. I mean, there's a lot of things. And those, it can become addictive. It can become very addictive. Yes, I it mean, is marijuana will release dopamine in John small Carlo, amounts. He's got four kids, bro. Trust me. I'm addicted to it. He's addicted. <laughs> I'm right behind you, bro. I know you are. Not far either, huh? <laughs> but I'm done. I won't catch you up. But, um... <laughs> Hold on. Are you at three or two? How many are you, how many are you at? Three Wait. or two? <laughs> But definitely, it's something that I agree with. Um, it's you. You definitely has. You have to cope with life, and yeah. a lot of people. You know, you got people that come home and they have a buck. Uh, they have to have ice cream. They have to have some type of sweetener. Um, you have people that have to work out, go to the gym. If they miss the gym, they're pissed off. They're not in a good mood. Why? Because working out releases this type of chemical. So what ends up happening, and it's, it's really scientific at the end of the day, you know, you as a human, you become dependent to these things because it puts you in a happy state. Um, and you can refer it down to watching TV. There may be a specific show you love to watch at night that calms you down, that helps you relax, and you go to sleep. Um Video games, uh, sports, I mean, it, it's all around foods. You know, it, it, that's why they call soul food, soul food. You know, you, you have a food that my makes... my cholesterol you know, is over 400. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to have this last, last have, Buffalo Wild like, Wing. comfort food. They used to live by there, though. Like, uh, or you still do. They used to live by you, but now they're closed down. Yeah, so. I, I lived there. It was the best. It's so, yeah, it's something that... um. For me, I never thought. There, I mean, I've had 
buddies of mine, my brother-in-law that, you know, he tells me every day, he's like, man, I could have sworn you were going to be 60, 70 year old, seven years old, 70 years old, packing a bowl, (laughs) you know, or taking a dab or having one of those uh, THC pens, you know, without a problem. And one day I woke up and I felt like, I'm like, you know what? I got an anxiety attack. I felt like I was, I couldn't breathe right. I felt like I was thinking of too many problems, too many issues going on in my life, you know, with detailing. I mean, if you look at me right now from a year ago, my, my, my beard, it's all white. It's starting, starting. So I wasn't going to say anything when we were talking about age earlier, but like, it's a good look on you though. Like, I like it. Yeah, looks like Mr. Sophisticated. Is that you know, you he looks re- like I, I like it a lot. It's good. No homo. I'm like, whatever. I'm married. Yeah, you're married. But like, homo. I was just but like, it looks good. No tiger it, here. it looks good. Yeah. 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 Hey, you know what else looks good? This hat on you. Oh, boy. I tell you what, this hat looks pretty good right there. Look <laughs> I still, DJ cut off his thing. Like, I think what mine wasn't on that one. You're not, a, oh. I'm not I wasn't as gang. He knew I wasn't as gangster as you are. So he sent me a less gangster hat. Less gangster. And Wait. you got the tag, the stick, and everything. We're supposed to be looking. He knows how I am. He, 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 no, that was actually. He's got a see, good DJ touch. A, DJ received the prototype uh, that we did because actually DJ's hat is the only one that we made like Bro, that. I I um, like it, and I ordered another one too. Like I this like it was perfect. <laughs> I feel like you no, got and, it uh, just for me. It feels, yeah, it was a good choice for he. Yeah. We're excited about your next releases and what all you're going to bring out. So I like my hat. Where do people, if they want to come find stuff about the Pink Cartel, where do they come find you? How do they connect with you? Well, right now, let's try and get them some sales. Like, hey, (laughs) like, hey, where do people come get it? Like, come on, man, let's let's like give you give yourself a little pitch. Drop it right right, there, John. You ready? You ready? All right, Pink Cartel. Right there, John. Yeah, let's go. Where do people All find right, you? All right, so Paint Cartel can be found on Instagram or Facebook. Right there. Um, it's usually I'm the one that deals with everyone. So nice. you know that if you order through me, you're going to get what you get. Um, what you what, what we have in stock is very limited. Um, like I told you guys before, it's we're not releasing many styles at the moment. Um, John and my wife have collaborated to come up with different designs so now we're we have a new design coming in for next month um it's gonna be really cool it's actually it's not a copycat of certain other stuff it's more <laughs> of uh that's good i like it because you know some certain people will say oh well that looks very similar to this um no it's um we took a style from them but we're gonna be adding different patterns yeah. and different it's a stuff trend. to no, no, it no, it's a trend it's a trend it's not copying it's not a copying it's a trend you're yeah. you're following which any designer should do you follow uh, the trends all of them do yes so there's but we're no not copying gonna at all. base it we're not gonna use it too much like one thing that i've always liked um is originality um and that's when like my buddy showed me this logo you know i was like dude this is very original this is very sleek it's cool because it's different you know you have other great brands out there like pain assassins and um they he come my, my buddy jason bruno shout out to him you know he comes out with a lot of cool stuff 
and stuff like that. And we kind of wanted to do something the same, but different. Okay. Um, no, man, bro, don't worry about it, man. Just roll with it. You're fucking awesome. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't matter. Thank like, you, man. It's thank just you. a style. Like, don't no, worry. Like, absolutely. It's just don't a style, to... you know? I love, style, I, I love the brand. I love the culture. Like, like yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't, yeah, so I, don't I, I will, worry about I will that be ordering. And if you see me at SEMA one of the nights, I'll probably be wearing a paint, paint cartel hat or whatever. Uh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. I'm nice gonna make sure you guys get some swag here and there. Uh, we got a lot of cool summer things coming up, um, and not just that. Like we're not just doing clothing. Uh, we're gonna do also accessories. You know, so you could be able to have a cool keychain, um, stickers, uh, buttons. Um, you know, there's a lot of little things. Um, okay, the trucker man. hat actually awesome. was an idea from Renee from the buffing queen. She's like, Oh, I want a trucker hat since I'm with truckers and this and that. And I said, you know what? I think a lot of dudes. And then it, it, it clicked right to my head when I was talking to Marty. He's like, Hey man, how can I help you? I was like, this guy's always wearing trucker hats. He's always got the mesh hats, which by the way, um, I love the hats you guys came out with at SEMA, uh, that cork that, I mean, not SEMA. Was it MTE? Yeah. MTE. Um, the cork, all that stuff was really cool. Marty um, loves the, the court. Mesh, the mesh hat. I love mesh Marty hats. Marty loves the court. So I love the court because I was at Justin Lobato's bar who was on just last week. Yeah. And and so we had three four guys on in a row. Yes, we have. Justin, right? that's awesome. Mark, we drank three Carlo. IPAs in a row. Woo! Nice. We had three Florida guys on in a row. And um, but I was I was at Justin's bar. Uh, he segued. Part of his business segue was to have uh, have have a bar. Like he bought into a bar and restaurant. Like it was cool. Like no, it's a you, nice you, spot. Yeah, I've it's actually, a really great spot. And so I'm sitting there I've, eating a great I've pretzel. Been by there. Oh, I it's amazing. There. The pretzel was. Oh, hey, what's that? And drinking. And I look up, and there's this hat. And I'm like, Justin, what's that hat? That looks pretty cool. And so I bought one that night. And then once I started wearing it, I was like, sold. I got to find it. Like, that's got to be one of the pints of polishing hats. One of them. Just one. Your hats? I have a collection of hats. Um, yeah. And that's one. one of the hats that I have hanging up in my shop. Hell um, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a really cool hat. I think it's unique. It's different. And that's that's. I like that, that he sent you the mesh hat knowing that he knew you I know, like nicely mesh. done. Yeah, that was a good yeah, touch. It was a good touch. That says a lot about you. Hey, I mean, you guys have done a lot. I mean, I and I, I've told this to DJ, and I'll tell you, Marty. Like, you guys are in a in a in a in a whole zone on your own. Like, what we have going on in the industry, we need things like this. And I think the way you guys have projected it has been awesome it's been killer and the hats and all the the cups i mean just having these these rubber cups are amazing by the way <laughs> whoa, whoa. whoa hold on marley marley's, Mar marley not rubber. marley is getting very are. offended no They're... i'm not offended marley martle i think <laughs> is the word you're looking for 109 percent beer hey uh no silicone <clears throat> They who, are. Does, who doesn't like a good handful of silicone? I don't. Yeah. Squishy. Yeah. Love it. I love it. My daughter steal mine. I I was able to get a couple to go home with, and um, I gave one. No, I had three of them, and I gave one away to my father-in-law because he's a big beer drinker. He, awesome. 
he loves his beers and tell him to tag us in some photos with his beer that would be fucking (laughs) awesome definitely yeah listen i mean (coughs) you know why it's great because when you go fishing these things like you can clean it out it's not gonna break no you can throw it in your fishing bag listen they're so versatile Marty did They're versatile, back. exactly, yeah. man. And you can put it in your pocket for crying out loud. They went to the beach to with it, and they took pictures at the beach. That Bro, was you guys awesome. got to go to. Okay, so what's your IG tag? Because it was uh, at the Paint Cartel, right? At Paint Cartel. At the Paint Cartel and Luxury Image. So check out the at cups luxury. there. So they have a sweet photo. I think it was was your wife that had a. It was my wife. Yeah, that's her cup. Um, yeah, we. I, she was drinking a beerita. That's her favorite drink. Uh, the. But like beeritas, things are actually pretty strong. Yeah, um, yeah. No, no beeritas. That's yeah. what we mix with my. Is it oh, no, she calls it beerita. Oh, she calls it beeritas. No, it's she like Bud Light Margarita and the watermelon. But it's like, we, mix it with yeah, water, yeah. we mix it with. Yeah, we but he said it different to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. was just. No, 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 no. Same stuff. All right, so DJ, you got to rate this beer. All right, we are been drinking Stone. Uh, enjoy by 420 IPA. So this was their, uh, uh, I guess their 420 edition. Clearly, Marty. Clearly. Wow, I don't. I mean, I mean, it says clearly. It, it literally says it there. Yeah. I'm seeing clear. Are you? I don't know. It's it's got all this crazy stuff all over it. Is it just tripping you the hell out? It is. And then there's like this big skeleton guy at the bottom. Is I'm he like, jumping out at you yet? Oh, that's mushroom. Sorry. <laughs> all right, so. Let's rate it. Uh, three. I'm surprised you went that high. Yeah, me too. What's the scale? Three, three to me is like I, I will drink it. I, I will enjoy it if someone gives it to me, but I won't ever buy it. Oh. So that's two for me. Oh, three. That's three for me. Okay. I like to drink. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. So is this out of five or yeah. out of ten? Yeah. 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 So one to five. So I guess I never thought of it that way. I mean, like I wouldn't turn it. You down. don't have to go off of my skill. I, I get it. I get it. I'm just but I know my skill makes complete sense. Yeah, I know it makes sense. That it makes sense. I know to it you. makes complete sense to anybody. So I never anticipated that I would drink something as opposed to nothing. I guess is the way I would look at it. So, so you would turn alcohol down because it was didn't taste good. Like ah, yeah. oh, sorry, bro. Yeah. Thanks for giving me this rare beer that you have from 1942, but sorry, man, I don't like it. Yeah, I, I would not want to open it. and You already drank it. You open it. You take a sip. It's disgusting. You have to finish it. What are you going to do? No, I would have not ever got it again, which Doesn't is the matter. reason for the rating. This guy invited you over. He's I'm like, hey, man, low I'm showing you my collection I'm here. I'm never going to get this beer again. <laughs> I will not waste the beer so that somebody else is, can drink it. Is that beer too bitter? Um, I don't know what's wrong no, with him with this wasn't, beer. It, it wasn't He loves IPAs lately, so I don't know well, why. Well, like the Citra IPAs, this was just a oh, regular IPA. It just, you you know, don't it, like the standard original I IPAs. Don't. I've tried you to like say that, but you just never crap. keep hearing it. Yes, no. I'm okay with saying that. It's Citra and Mosaic Hops. It's, it's Mosaic that, Hops. Yeah, that's what they mm. are. It's a Citrus IPA. Mosaic. It's the only thing I drink. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm I'm giving it a. Uh, We've been looking for I'm a beer nerd for this podcast for a while now. I think you might become the beer nerd. That's not. That's not. What's not? I'm, I'm just giving that a two. That's a two. All right. Well, what are you giving your handmade drink? Like the one that you made, right? You didn't there? make it. It's bartender did. Oh, you didn't make your second one. I thought you were over. I thought I heard him make the second one. No, he I'm called on my it third. Out. 
Nicely done, Giancarlo. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. All right, Mr. Patterson, where do people find you on social? You can find me at DJ Patterson on all social media platforms. Uh, that's a lie. Facebook, Instagram, at DJ Patterson. Uh, TikTok, I went with I am DJ Patterson because I could not find. I don't mean the numbers guy, like DJ Patterson 89360 underscore 54. Thank God. Yeah. Right? So I am I DJ agree. Patterson. That's who I am. So okay. that's me. I like it. I don't have one I yet. Like it too. The actual like video, but it's it's in the works. And then you can find us both at Pints Polishing Podcast. And I think you just recently opened John's up there too. a Pints Polishing Podcast TikTok. Oh, I did. You did. What is that? <laughs> that's something you guys are supposed to help with. No, I mean, yeah, what's yeah, yeah. the TikTok? Pints oh, it's po- Pints Polishing Podcast. No and? No. And there's no and anywhere. Okay. If you guys, Pints, Pints Polishing, Polishing Podcast, Podcast on all platforms, seriously. Okay. Pints Polishing Podcast, PPP. Hey, speaking of PPP, mm. we won't go there. We won't go there. We won't go there. We won't go there. Yeah. Let's I, not go there. I don't think I, don't I want to go there. Roll protection thing either. Yeah. Yeah, let's not go there. Well, I think your Facebook's Pints and Polishing's Auto Detailing Podcast. <laughs> right? right. Man, I wish you guys would post more on, on the Facebook podcast. I mean, on your... Okay. Yeah. On their page, I think I think um, the large community is on is on Facebook. No, no, no. That's good. That's no. That's good feedback because we thought it was connected with the. Uh, so on our pine, I think on our pines page we focus more on IG. But we don't look at the. We think the Facebook already always translates right over. We never really. Yes, I did. No. Yeah. Thank you. No. Appreciate that. Welcome Your to last podcast post podcast on there was Saturday with the new Belgian brewing. Wow. Um, the oh. Citradel. That, that's what I mean. Citradelic. Oh, so it, Mosaic Hop. Oh, Citradelic Mosaic Hop. Oh, I think that's what we were talking about earlier. It's like what I really enjoyed. Oh my there gosh. was a post on that. I oh, posted. that's super cool, man. I posted. Man, Giancarlo, thanks, bro. You man. didn't post I that. I really appreciate it. It doesn't matter. Like, Community did it. Giancarlo, thanks Cheers. so much, man. Thanks for all your time. Thank you guys. And I love that you pointed out those mosaic hops, and we really appreciate it, man. No, definitely, man. Thank you, guys. Um, keep doing big things in the industry. Yes, sir. You, know, um, you guys keep growing, and you know, we whatever I can do to help you guys, I'm here. And I appreciate you guys for having me. You know, cheers community cheers man good night uh, have a great night man you guys have a good night guys you too bro bro. take it easy man